America got here just in the nick of time. What does that make us? Big damn heroes, sir. Ain't we just? It's an instrument of trust between two people, indicating a promise that must be honored. Much like the promise I made to uphold the law. So you see, the problem is, now that I have the bonds in my hands, I'm honor-bound not to give them to you. Give me the bonds, Frazier. I can't do that, Ray. You got three seconds and I shoot him. One. I'm sorry, Ray. What do you mean, sorry? Two. Give me the damn bond. Can't do it. I'm walking out of here with him. That's it, he's dead! Sorry to hear that. Frazier! Three! Joey, I'm going to kiss you now. You can't. Joe, you can't say something like that to me and expect me not to kiss you. Do what I want to do. I'm going to kiss you, and if you don't want me to kiss you... Well, if you don't want me to, I guess then you're just going to have to stop me. Hello and welcome to Shoot the Breeze on Resonance 104.4 FM, the film and TV radio show where a handful of film enthusiasts shoot the breeze about all things film and television. I'm Marcus E. Ako, and I am excited to start watching Christmas movie. See, I, I, you know, I was going to say that with a straight face, but I'm not. I, I, okay, you know what? I'm going to be Ebenezer Scrooge this, this year. I am not looking forward to watching Christmas movies this year. Hi, I'm David Campbell. Um, I'll watch some. I'm gonna. I'm gonna watch some. I'm actually getting into a web series that um, that I'll talk about later, as it's part and parcel of our top five. All right, we'll talk. We'll talk about that in just a second. And uh, with us, uh, not in the studio, but via Zoom, is uh, the British answer to Nora Ephron and the hardest working head of production in the business. Ariana Ryan. Oh, actually, I was going to say, no, I was going to get you to introduce yourself, but I just got too excited to say your name. Please tell us your name and if you're excited to watch, and if you're excited to, to watch Christmas movies this year. My name's Ariana. I am excited to watch Christmas movies this year. I like to watch them and then sob hysterically, so I'm very much looking forward to it. <laughs> See, here's the thing. I, the, I, I don't know. It's not... I guess it is to do with the with the way 2020 has gone and it's sort of because it's coming to the end you know I, I say 2020 itself is coming to an end the pandemic hasn't really ended because we're still going into it next year and it'll just be the same next year right but I don't know what it is this year I'm just not that excited to watch all the holiday you know the Christmas movies that are the the holiday specials that are there apart from Die Hard, of course. Die Hard is there. I want to watch that one. Um, Again? But other than that, yeah, of course. It, you can never get tired of watching Die Hard. Um, but 
and I think it's because they've started showing loads of uh, Christmas movies on Channel Five and on all these other channels, and it's all of the very the Hallmark type Christmas movies. And what do you those mean, are Hallmark? just you mean you, you, you mean sort the of Hallmark no brow, the Hallmark Channel, the Hallmark Channel type, you know, um, cookie cutter Christmas movie. One person meets another person. You know, one person doesn't like Christmas. The other person is the spirit of Christmas, and they fall in love. And the other person becomes happy. And maybe it's because I'm getting older and I'm getting cynical. Ariana Ryan, tell me, is it because I'm getting older or is it the fact that I am now, I'm actually seeing the light and these cheesy, corny films are, have always been cheesy and corny. And it's just because the scales have dropped from my eyes. I can now see them as they are. No, I think what you're actually doing wrong is watching Hallmark movies, which, you know, arguably aren't that great. Although I say that, I would like to write them for a living. So if Hallmark wants to get in touch, that's fine. I love your content. It's wonderful. <laughs> but what you need to do is watch good holiday movies like Home Alone. Like, do you remember Home Alone? It's the best movie of all time. Really? Uh, yeah, okay. So the Home Alone movies, fair enough. Yes. Uh, the Macaulay Culkin, uh, Joe Pesci, Donald Trump. Catherine um, O'Hara, just to lead into what we're talking about later. Of course, yes. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about, yeah, we're going to be talking about that in this in a few minutes. So, um, you, you, and I, I mentioned the Donald Trump reference because he pops up in the second. Oh, that's Home Alone movie. too. That's Home Alone too. Give Home me a Alone break. two. I did not sure. suggest you watch Home Alone two. I suggested you watch Home Alone one. Fair enough. Okay, so maybe if I go, maybe, maybe that's what I need to do. I need to go back and I need to pick up the traditional movies, the ones that, you know, the classics and start mm -hmm. watching them. And that will pull me back into being, it, it, I'll, I'll turn into, ah, oh, what's his name? Uh, the Jimmy Stewart character from It's a Wonderful Life. And I'll be running through the streets. It's not going to be snowing. And I can't, it's not snowing here and I can't run through the streets <laughs> with my mask on. So uh, yeah, but maybe I've that's never, what I need to do. I've never actually seen It's a Wonderful Life. What? I don't know. Really? It's black and white. <laughs> you know. It's, it's, it's black and white, and so that you decide, you know, you're not going to watch anything black and white. Isn't that I don't horrific? watch anything that wasn't made in the late 80s, early 90s. <laughs> Isn't A Wonderful Life a riff on um, a Christmas Carol, though? Is yes, it, though? Yes, Is and it? if I'm going to watch A Christmas Carol, I'm going to watch A Muppet's Christmas Carol. <laughs> No, hold on. It's I wouldn't say it's a riff on a Christmas Carol because it is. It, it, it's the only the the only similarity is a supernatural character pops up and shows the main character what their life would be in a certain circumstance. So with it's a wonderful life, it's showing what his what the the world would have been without him existing. That's what while, I said. That's, yeah, but it, that's it, a Christmas it, Carol. It, no, a Christmas Carol is different. A Christmas Carol is basically showing the is past, present, and future with him oh, the having. The mechanic is slightly different. As someone who hasn't seen A Wonderful Life, they're yes. the exact same film. Oh, fair enough. If you say so, I, I no, I there are they are this, look, they're not the same film. It's just the 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 inclusion of a supernatural character showing a projection of a potential outcome. That's the only similarity between the two. I think It's a Wonderful Life. It's a great film. I remember the first time I watched it, it was a Christmas. Okay, now I'm beginning to get the Christmas spirit back. So that's there great. There we go. There we go. Yes, it's fantastic. I'm going to go back and I'll watch it. I remember watching it and I cried. The, the, the last scene with the stuff about the, 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 the you know, uh, every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. I, that always brings a tear to my eye. And then I always remember at the end of the day, the bad guy still gets away with all of that money. So that now, now I'm sinking back into the cynical part of myself. 
But no, I will still watch that film. But it's the classic. Okay, so I, I, I'm with you, Ariana. See, this is the reason why you're the hardest working head of production and business. You know what to say to get people back into the spirit of things. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go back and I'll watch. Thank you. I'm a good leader, a good manager. Yes. Also, a piss poor writer. If Hallmark would like to hire me to, oh, of course, <laughs> oh, of course. As, as soon as you, as soon as you write that, as soon as you write that, are you planning on writing a Christmas romance? Well, why not? Sure. Why not? Exactly. That's what I'm doing first, and then I can move on Christmas. Maybe we'll be ready Christmas 2021. 2021, fantastic. You're listening to Shoot the Breeze on Resonance 104.4 FM. I'm Marcus E. Ako. I'm David Campbell, and we have the, the we have the hardest working head of production uh, in the business. And as well as Hallmark's uh, future Christmas romance writer, Ariana Ryan with us. Uh, This is our uh, special Christmas Christmas episode, which we started off on a very bum note to begin saying, we're being all down about Christmas, but now I'm back in. I'm back into the spirit of things and I am eager to embrace Christmas movies, uh, you know, and get into the spirit of Christmas 2020, even though it is, we're, we're plagued with pandemics and, and uh, illnesses and so on and so forth. I am excited for Christmas. I'm gonna, I'll ask that question again. Uh, Ariana Ryan, are you excited for Christmas? I'm so excited for Christmas. Excellent. Everyone's listening is like, look, just get on with the show, please. Let's see what, <laughs> what do you have to talk about today? So the, this is going to be our, our final episode of 2020, because obviously we're taking a little break for Christmas, spend some time with our loved ones, uh, watch those Christmas movies uh, and, you know, eat a lot of food, drink a lot of drink, uh, sleep on the couch and so on and so forth. Uh, for this particular episode, we're going to, we're, we're freestyling it. We're going to have some of our friends wishing us a Merry Christmas every now and again. We'll just drop them in uh, as long as producer Dave gets all the clips in time and he can do his job. So that would be great. Uh, so every now and again, there will be a smattering of someone saying Merry Christmas and Happy New Year and wishing you all a merry good time. While the rest of us chat about Christmas movies and our top five favorites this week, now, just before I announce what it is, Ariana, do you have, did, you got the change, the, uh, you know, of the, the little slight change, you got that, so you're prepared, that's good. Producer Dave, did you get the change in time, and did you split yours in time, or are you sticking with the original? I'm sticking with the original. I, okay. I didn't, I didn't get it in time to do. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Don't let him bully you. You do what you want to do. <laughs> I, 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 I've done, I'm done with what was asked of me. You know, I me, mean, I had a panic attack. Yeah. It, 20 minutes. Me, 20 minutes me, ago. Bully, exactly. Exactly. Thank exactly. God I'm Canadian is all I have to say. Are you are you saying are you saying I'm I'm a bully I'm bullying producer Dave I, I I keep getting accused of bullying producer Dave I don't know where this is coming from I'm honestly I'm say. shocked I'm shocked and appalled anyway so our top five favorite will be doing it'll, it'll be a longer top five favorite in honor of our guest our honored guest today uh, it is going to be top five favorite we're doing two top five favorites it'll be top five favorite canadian actors and then top five favorite canadian actresses so we're going to do a back-to-back so we'll say top five canadian actor top five canadian actress top four canadian actor you understand what the deal is that's how we'll do it um except for me because i didn't get the memo in time and i didn't have time i gave you a 30 minute warning as to how to split it yeah some some people have got other things to do (laughs) <laughs> Fair enough, if you say so. Uh, but other than that, we'll, in fact, we'll pretty much just jump straight into that. So we'll get into that top five straight after this message from one of our previous guests. Hi, this is Elaine Roberts, writer-producer from Miami, Florida. 
And I just want to wish all the listeners of Shoot the Breeze a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. You're listening to Shoot the Breeze on Resonance 104.4 FM. I'm Marcus E. Ako. And I'm David Campbell. And we have with us uh, our, one of our favorite Canadians, uh, head of the hardest working head of production in the business, Ariana Ryan. Um, we, you know, f- before, we, before we jump into, into our top five favorites, the last time Ariana Ryan was on the show, uh, producer Dave and I introduced her to a TV show that's on E4 and Channel 4 and all four called Naked Attraction. So I would like to get Ariana's take on Naked Attraction. So first of all, uh, Producer Dave, can you explain to those who don't know what um, Naked Attraction is, can you give us a quick explanation or quick synopsis of the show? Basically, Naked Attraction is a dating show where a contestant approaches um, the host and the host has six pods, six different colored pods with six different naked people behind the pods and what they do during the course of the show is raise the uh, covering of the pod so you see firstly the lower half then the middle half and then the head and the last element to that is the speech and then once he once he or she whittles down the colored pods from six to two the uh, contestant who's doing the choosing goes off and comes back on naked as well and then makes the final choice now, Ariana, you, you were introduced to this phenomenon, uh, this television dating phenomenon. Did you get the opportunity to watch it? Well, yes and no. As you may know, I don't have a TV license because I grew <laughs> up here and don't really believe in it. In Canada, we kind of pay for our, I guess, the equivalent of our BBC through our just normal taxes. So the fact that I have to pay for cable, pay for a TV, and pay for a TV license, it's too much for me. So I want everyone who's listening to know that I'm not breaking the law. Like, I can't even watch BBC News online. Like, I have to go, oh my God, Sky News, Jesus. Anyway, but... <laughs> I am certainly not breaking the law, but I don't have a TV license, so I can't actually watch this. But Gogglebox from two years ago is now on Netflix, and they were watching it, and they showed it, and it looks disgusting. It's, it's not disgusting. It's, it's, uh, it's an exhibition of, of the theme of the, the, of the human form in all its glory for people to gawk at and, and, uh, and make criticisms from their couch. Uh, yeah (laughs) it's i have to and i said this the last time if there's one thing i take away from that show is the fact that there are people who are so brave as to go on national television completely naked just stand there and bear their role and we we said it's not it's not how the americans would do it because you know the americans would do the show and it would be chiseled bodies nice you know six and eight packs and and slender tones and and liposuction and tucked in bellies and whatnot i'm just making a general assumption but that's what you'd expect american tv to do british tv are the complete opposite they just said you know what the uh, most natural the most uh, you know, just whatever it is, it's not touched up, just right there. Case in point, last week's episode, or the episode, we, yeah, the episode last week, um, and for those of you who are of a squeamish disposition, um, I'd say just skip the next 10 seconds, as I'm about to say. The, the I'm moment. of a squeamish disposition. Like, can I skip this? this is no, you can't. Say. No, you can't. You can't skip this because you're a guest on the show. So right. get ready go to ahead. Skip Happy to learn. So the, the, the contestant um, 
very handsome looking guy has you know had a had surgery and has a colostomy bag attached to his side now here's the thing i actually found it quite educational because i've known people who have colostomy bags um or who've had to use colostomy bags however i've never really seen it what i mean is i've never really seen how it is attached to the user right i understand the principle i understand how to use it um this was a this was an opportunity for me to actually see somebody have that attached to them because he was completely naked at the very end he stepped forward and you saw the thing hanging off of his side kind of like a uh you know like a bum bag or a fanny pack that just basically attaches to his stomach and it it, it got me it, it it was an educational it was a teaching moment for me because now i know what it looks like if i were to ever have a situation where that now is something i need to take with me I now understand how it's going to be. So that's how I, that's how I learned. Um, but yes, so, you know, I, I, don't, I don't think that would be something that would appear on American TV. Uh, Ariana, did you get to see that episode? No, I didn't. But this is, now, it's tricky that you just brought this up because now what I'm going to say, you're going to think it's linked to what you were saying, but it's not. All I can think of when I was watching that was body odor. Like, you're under hot lights, you're all together, like, let alone, if you've ever been with like a camera crew who's been working for 12 hours, like, you know, we don't smell the freshest, but then you're putting sure, naked sure. bodies there. There's no fabric between you and down belows. Like, I'm sorry, that studio must smell rank. But surely you would spray before you go, you'd spray, you'd put deodorant, you'd get yourself all, you know, gussied up before you, you, would, you wouldn't just go and, and yeah, fair enough, I said it was natural, but you wouldn't just literally wake up in the morning and just stroll into one of those pods. You'd get yourself all... I think before, you're right? being very charitable about... <laughs> actually, let me come in there. Can at the end of the day. Let me come in there because um, if you actually watch one of the episodes and you see them getting eliminated, you see that they actually go off into a private dressing room, which looks as if it's got a shower facility there as well. And they've got towels and stuff like that. Awesome. So... I get the feeling that they undress in, in individual little dressing rooms, can have a shower and then go on. So I think that's all taken care of. I think they've, oh the producers God. thought of that beforehand. This is, is it... so not my style. Like, this is not what I want. And also, like, by the way, like, yes, body positivity, rah, rah, rah. Completely agree with you, Marcus. I, I don't want to see it on TV. I, I'm watching TV to be in a fantasy land, right? <laughs> oh. Just, just to let you know, this is not the only country that has that program. There are several other European countries that have that program, as I discovered when I, look, when I was looking it up. You're discussing Bush there, David. Sorry? We wanted to unpack. I think you're discussing Bush is what I think you're alluding to with that. I think other countries have this program as well. No, what is it? Is, is, I'm, I'm talking about not Bush. <laughs> okay, good. Well, so, Ariana, you're, 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 referring to, you're referring to the fact that different cultures and different countries might have different... Uh, uh, grooming styles, grooming styles, and yes. so, okay, yes. fair enough. Well, I've um, seen one from another country anyway. I just know that other countries do the program. Right. So we'll, okay. well, well, in short, I haven't seen it really. I saw it on Gogglebox. I probably won't seek it out. I probably won't pay for a TV license just to see it. Fair um, enough. But thanks for bringing it to my attention. Always absolutely. Happy. You know, you that, that's my that's my job. I'm I'm gonna I'll bring I'll bring TV shows that entertain me and uh, delight me to the attention of everyone who I feel should watch them. So that was well, naked the attraction. We, the reason why we brought it up in the first place was because you said uh, you were looking for other dating opportunities, and that was one that we presented to you. Uh, Ariana, do you feel that this is a dating opportunity that you would like to take up at some point? No, I have going, going on naked attraction. No, I. Listen, I look fantastic naked. I'm not going to pretend otherwise, but I don't need 
other people to see it. And also, I think I look good at naked in context, you know, like sure. maybe some softer lighting, like, you know, the curtains drawn, maybe a bra on, you know, maybe you are interested in seeing me naked. I think just two people, they'd be like, oh, okay, well, I'm not quite ready for this level of beauty, but. Um, so, so a nice silhouette, maybe a silk curtain that you can hide behind and, and make yourself look attractive. Oh, there's as no hiding. To, there's no I, need to hide. No need as, to hide. Fair enough. As you. opposed to the glaring lights of the studio and just standing. Uh, yeah. And it, it, yes, and I, it, it, that was, what, here's a final thought I'm going to have on, on the program. It was a thought that popped into my head where I, I, I and I'm just going to say this out, I'm just going to say this out loud. Um, I don't know if I've ever just seen somebody standing naked, just standing like that, just, just the way they stand at the studio, because there is nothing sexual by the way they stand or pose. They're just completely naked. It's like a, like a scene from natural, natural, uh, natural, is it uh, national geographic, the national geographic, right? It's just basically them standing completely naked um, just in front of you. There's nothing sexual about it, especially with all that glaring light, just basically glaring studio lights just on them. I, it's, it was, it's just, I don't know. I honestly don't know if I would be able to go and do that. I, and I, I consider myself to be an exhibitionist, but I wouldn't, I don't know if I do, oh. I do, do that. Oh, well that, did we know that David? Is no, this we the didn't, first so yeah. Naked oh. attraction, I, I, sh I should maybe fill in an anonymous uh, application form. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think my wife might have something to say about that. <laughs> yeah, I just remember that. Yeah. I also think there are two components here. Like there's also the you standing naked and how mortifying that could possibly be. But like, and obviously we all know I like men, but I have no interest in seeing, you know, six naked, placid men standing before me. Like it doesn't turn my stomach, but I'm certainly not becoming aroused with sure. that. So. And that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's it's not. It, it is done in a way that is completely. I'm, I'm not going to say it's asexual. It is basically not appealing in the slight, and not sexually appealing. It is right. essentially like you're staring at specimens that you can pick from. That's basically what the show is all about. It's that's the reason why I compared it to National Geographic. It's just human body, human body, human body, human body. Um, you know, you might find it kempt clean slightly attractive in that sense but it's it just ugh, okay fair enough and anyway go and check out uh um, naked attraction on all four or any of the channel four channels and send us a message on twitter or instagram uh, our instagram uh, handle is shoot the breeze show our twitter handle is at stb underscore resonance fm but the, use, use the hashtag, it's all about the three-way, and let us know your thoughts about Naked Attraction. You're listening to Shoot the Breeze on Resonance 104.4 FM. I'm Marcus E. Ako. And I'm David Campbell. And we have our guest, not a future contestant on Naked Attraction, because she completely rejected the idea, uh, but the hardest working head of production in the business, Ariana Ryan. Ariana, are you regretting coming on our, uh, our Christmas episode today? No, I mean, it's fine. I'm hoping Naked Attraction is sponsoring this episode and paying us all quite highly. But <laughs> Hey, well, well, considering the fact that two of the three people on the show today said no, they wouldn't go on it, I, I think they might reject that application for sponsorship. But we'll, we'll see. I'll set it anyway and see what they say. Um, yeah, Hallmark Channel or Naked Attraction, you want to get in touch, Marcus is my email address. Absolutely. Just get, get in touch. I'm, I'm going to be Ariana's uh, agent. I will, um, uh, I, I will make sure that they all get, I'll, I'll get the best deal for you, um, you know, rather than just 
throwing your work at them, no problem. Uh, let's, let's jump to, just before we jump into our top five favorites for this week, let us go to another message from one of our previous guests. Hi, my name is Winston Ellis, and I'd like to wish all the Shoot the Breeze listeners a very Merry Christmas. And watch out for me in the new year. You'll be hearing from me. God bless you all. You're listening to Shoot the Breeze on Resonance 104.4 FM. Let's jump into our top five favorites. Right. So in honor of our guest, um, head of the, I, I keep saying, just let me, just, let me check this in front, in, in front of the nation, in front of everybody who listens to this show. Ariana, do you mind me calling you the hottest working head of production in the business? A little bit. Cause I'm not. Okay. Uh, but the fact that you cringe every time I say it makes me want to say it even more. And I know that your mother is, is, is she's happy with it. So I'll just, you know, I have to respect yeah, her. Wishes. As long as Judith's happy, you know, we're all happier. Yes. But I'm not the hardest. I know a lot of people work harder than I do. And sure. uh, yeah. Also, I have other, you know, qualities that you could, you know, bring up. I know the people can't see me, but, you know, pretty, uh, funny. I don't uh, want to, I don't want to, I'm not going to label you with sexist tropes and stereotypes like your, your, your attractiveness or anything that is stereotypically feminine. Come on, this is 2020. We're supposed to be, you know, we're, 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 we're put, we're building up women and, and looking at qualities other than their looks and, and those kind of traits, those feminine traits. I'm yeah, okay. saying, you're right, you're right. Exactly. You're one of the hardest working. One of the hardest working. Yes. Okay. That, One, that might be worse. That might be worse. Might, <laughs> you're like, you're like, she's not like, the best, but she's doing her best. She's doing her best. She's, she, yes, she's, she's, she's one of the try. She's, she's, trying, she's trying her hardest. Bless her heart. She's trying her hardest. You could uh, just anyway. say Anna Ryan. Like, I've been here enough times. I think people know what I do for a living. Fair enough. We'll see. I'll try and break that habit and just call you Ariana Ryan. Uh, so in right. honor of, in, in honor of, Ariana Ryan, our guest this week. Uh, we're doing our, we're doing two top five favorites. We're doing top five favorite uh, Canadian actors and top five favorite Canadian actresses. So we're going to start with a number five on each list, while producer Dave is abstaining from the top five favorite actresses because he has a he has a, a problem with Canadian actresses. It's not it's not on it's I don't know I don't know what it is, but producer Dave has a problem with Canadian actresses. I'm going to let that go. <laughs> Don't let him talk to you like that. I'm going to let that go. I'm not going to get into this. <laughs> Ariana, what's your top five? Listen, <laughs> you, took, you took over. It's like, yeah, go for it. Listen, before I get started, I did want to say to David, I feel like every time I come on this show, I kind of hijack it with like, you know, stories about boys or I like boys and, you know, it's, it's getting a bit exhausting. So I was going to make a vow to you that I wasn't going to talk about any of that stuff, but then I had to list men. And so it's very, very difficult for me to abstain from talking about my personal Carry on. Okay, Okay, well, here we go. So also, just again, I am so pleased to be doing this. You know, whenever possible, a Canadian will tell you if someone else is Canadian. So this is like my dream scenario. And I'm going to name people that you probably never heard of, but, you know, shout outs to Canadians. I love them all. So, oh my God, my first ones, I don't even know how to pronounce her name. 
she played Caitlin Ryan on the original Degrassi. And I wanted to be Caitlin Ryan because Caitlin Ryan was so pretty. She had my last name. She, I loved her so much that I wanted to have epilepsy because she had epilepsy. So she's my number six. I think her name is Stacy Mistinian or Mistinian. Wow. <laughs> mortifying, mortifying. But anyway, she played Caitlin Ryan. So that's my number five. So that's your number five from top favorite actresses, right? Right, yes. I'm, okay. I'm going to do women then men, if that's okay. That's fine by me. Um, do, do you want to do you want to do, do you want to alternate and do top five on on one and then top five on the other one, or do you want to just go through the entire list and then jump to your next list? Well, I was going to do top five woman, top five man, top four yeah. woman, top four man, and then yeah, go that's, back fine. that's fine. And that's that's okay. absolutely fine with me. So, who's your top five man? Well, again, I'm just saying this so I can talk about myself. Christopher Plummer. Oh, I saw that. I saw his name on the list, and I th- I I'm, I was surprised. I thought he was British. I know you were surprised. And here's my story about me. So at my university commencement, he gave the speech. And then my parents and I went to the Ritz-Carlton for lunch and he was sitting at the table next to us with another Canadian celebrity named Valerie Pringle, who you guys don't know who that is. And I can't really remember why she's famous, but it was fantastic. <laughs> and Christopher Plummer. Oh, so, okay. So your number, your number, I'm just, I'm making note down. So what was the, uh, what was your top five favorite, the, the lady in Degrassi High? I'm going to have to text you her name because I don't know how to say the surname, but it's Stacy. <laughs> Mistissen, Matissen. Okay. Oh God, if anyone's listening to this, I'm mortified. But the yeah. important thing to know is that she's very, very pretty. And her name, her character's name was Ryan. And my it's okay. She, it's okay. She's Canadian. She'll forgive you. Uh, okay. So you, you're number five. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then your number five male was Christopher, Christopher Plummer. Plummer. Okay, excellent. David, what is your number five male actor? Um, Canadian, Canadian, Canadian male actor. I'm going to go with Eugene Levy. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'd seen him in several different films, uh, American Pie and a few other ones. And then he did Schitt's Creek with his son, Dan Levy, and uh, respect just went up and up and up. No, I'm, I'm with that 100%. Uh, he, he doesn't make my list. He just fell off my list. However, he is the, he is the dad I, I would be. I, if I were to class myself as any uh, famous dad, Eugene Levy in American Pie is the dad I would be. My number five uh, um, female actress, Sandra Oh. I did not know she was uh, Canadian until I researched this list. She's uh, from Grey's Anatomy. She is from uh, Killing Eve. I think she kills it in Killing Eve. She's amazing. And she's my number five favorite female um, Canadian actress. Um, my, top, my number five is Jim Carrey. I mean, if you don't know who Jim Carrey is, then you, you, don't, you, you need to go and find out. I've followed his career since the early 90s, right through to now where he's kind of dropped off a little bit. He's mo- kind of not doing the funny stuff. Although he has come back with um, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, which I think he, he aces in that movie. I think he's the best thing next to Sonic. Uh, but yeah, Jim Carrey is my number five. Uh, before we jump back into uh, the rest of our top five, here is another message from one of our previous guests. Hello, Shoot the Breeze listeners. This is Connor Baru here. I'm the director of upcoming feature film, When the Screaming Starts. I just want to take this time to wish you all a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. 2021 is going to be your year. Make your film, guys. Okay, now we're back in to our top five favorite Canadian actors and actresses with our guest, Ariana Ryan. Ariana, who's your number four favorite Canadian actress and Canadian actor? I've got two women. They were in the same program. Uh, Colleen Dewhurst, who you won't know. She's from Montreal. And Megan Follows, who I think is from Toronto. They played Anna Green Gables and Marilla Cuthbert. 
in Anne of Green Gables, which the Canadian version, you know, we all grew up with. You won't know what I'm talking about, but beautiful story. And then my number four Canadian actor, again, so I can talk myself, is uh, William Shatner. He went to my university and um, the student union named a building after him in the hopes that he would donate a bunch of money. And then he didn't. So we have a building that's called <laughs> <laughs> He didn't give any money for it. That is such a Shatner move. Uh, it, it's such a Shatner move. That's excellent. Uh, okay, uh, producer Dave, who's your number four? My number four is Keanu Reeves. See, that's another one that I was surprised to find out. Because, I mean, looking at his actual breakdown, is it the fact that he was born in Canada? and that, No, because he was born oh, in Hawaii. No, right? let, me, let, me, let me jump in here. Yes, please. So, um, he wasn't born in Canada. I think he was born in Lebanon, and I think his family is like a combination of Hawaiian and something else. Yeah. But he grew up in uh, Ontario. And I just have a quote that I'd like to say in regards to Keanu Reeves, who's a little higher on my list. Uh, in response to a question about refugee settlement, mayor of Dawson City, Yukon, just responded, Canadians are born all over the world. It just sometimes takes them a bit of time to get here. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. That's nice way. He's Canadian. My spirit animal is Canadian. If, if, if you know, I, I always make a joke that inside me beats the heart of a teenage American girl. Um, but to be honest, if I'm being more specific, it's a teenage Canadian girl. So it, it's, you know, I'm, I'm all for Canada all the way. So my number um, four female, uh, female actress, a Canadian actress is Cal Caroline Rare, uh, who is, she plays one of the aunts on the original Sabrina with a teen, you know, Sabrina Teenage Witch. Every time I see her, I always see her, she's uh, Aunt Zelda. And I, I think she's amazing. She's funny. I really, really enjoy her performance. My number four for um, actors, Canadian actors, Leslie Nielsen. I mean, come on, uh, you know, uh, yes, I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. That is just, he, he's, he's perfect in Airplane. He's perfect as Mr. Magoo. Uh, he comes in and rescues the scary movie franchise because he's just fantastic. He's a great actor. Rest in peace, Leslie Nielsen. You're listening to Shoot the Breeze on Resonance 104.4 FM. I'm Marcus E. Akko. And I'm David Campbell. Uh, here's another message from one of our previous guests. Hey Shoot the Breezers, Mitch Tolliday here, director of upcoming rock and roll comedy Murder Ballads. Wishing you all a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Keep on rocking. And we're back into our top five favorite Canadian actors and actresses. Our guest Ariana Ryan is going to tell us her number three favorite actress and then actor. Ariana, who's your favorite actress? Uh, Rachel McAdams, who I believe oh, she's good. in Ontario. She's so pretty. Oh, I know she's a good actress as well. Sorry, but she's just very, very, very pretty. And, you know, The Notebook, etc. She's my number three. Oh, and then coincidentally, my number three man is Ryan Gosling. Who, I thought you were going to do that. You may recall, smiled and waved at me when I was at The Tonight Show in LA about 10 years ago. I, I don't recall that, but okay. <laughs> he did, uh, he, he, so he smiled and waved at you specifically. At me specifically. Like it's a long story, so I'm not gonna get into it here, but I swear to God, he looked me in the eyes, smiled and waved. And I've been living off this story ever since. You know what? I, I can't wait for that, that, uh, that production that would occur when you are sitting down with him and he's like, oh, do you remember, Ariana? I, I smiled and waved at you at that uh, show all that time. Like, oh, you what did? I'm really familiar. What a from i'm like the tonight show i was in the audience <laughs> Half right up. of course yeah locked in that absolutely so uh, rachel mccadams and ryan gosling producer yeah. Dave, who's your number three uh, my number three is ryan reynolds oh, from nice pick. Uh, i'm sorry i missed that who was that ryan reynolds 
Oh, okay. You missed that? Oh I my did. God, pay attention. It's like I, he's big gun. I was clearing my throat at that exact moment, and then he said the name, and I was like, who's this? And I was like, okay, fair enough. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah I'm sorry I interrupted. Go ahead. Yeah, no. Deadpool, Wolverine, um, and Blade 3. Can't, can't forget Blade 3. Sure. Oh, okay. I, I, I think I recognize the name somewhere, but um, it'll, it'll come to me in a second. Uh, right. So my number three, Pamela Anderson. It was a shock to my system to find out that she was Canadian. Um, I, I won't go into why she's on my list, but she's on my list. Um, it's, it, you know, she, she did a lot for teenage boys um, for a very long period of time. So yes, she's my, my number three favorite Canadian actress my number three favorite canadian actor he, and he would go higher but i'll explain why my number two and my number one pretty much top it is michael j fox michael j fox is just i mean marty mcfly uh and he's just he's just fantastic he's a, he's a he's a great actor um and he's done tremendous he's done tremendous things for the parkinson's um uh you know for parkinson's research and every time I see him, I'm like, I don't care what, whatever's going on. I'll pause and I'll listen to him talk. Michael J. Fox is one of my favorite human beings in the world. So excellent. And if you recall, he did like a huge guest arc on The Good Wife and he was brilliant. Yes, he was on, he was, he was on, guest, uh, on uh, The Good Wife. He was on Scrubs. Uh, and I loved his show, since, uh, Spin City. Loved it. It's like they replaced him with, with Charlie Sheen. Yeah. Um, I mean, I still watched it with Charlie Sheen, but obviously it was far better with Michael J. Fox on it. And it just, you know, he's, he's a great, 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 great person. I'm sorry. Uh, all right. When you, when you said um, Pamela Anderson, all that came to mind was barbed wire. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I remember. One, one of those films that I could not watch all the way through. I think I got into it about 15, 20 minutes and I was like, oh, no. Do, do you know that her version of barbed wire is actually an adaptation of Casablanca? <laughs> yeah, let that sink in. Let that sink in. Uh, okay, so we're talking. Where? Where? Do you guys know how she was discovered? No. She was at. I think it was in Vancouver. She was at a football game, a Canadian football game, the CFL, and yeah. they put her up on the big screen, like you know, just the random you know sports press camera operator, and the yeah. crowd went wild. I.e., she was so hot, and then of someone course. was like, "We need to get that girl in the pictures." Anyway, that's how she was discovered. Wow, so it does happen. See, that's why I should walk around. See, that's that's one that's my problem with walking around with a mask during COVID. The fact that no one can see this 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 gorgeous mug and discover me. That's well, listen, naked attraction is always an option if you want. <laughs> you know what? They, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it'll, it'll fit I was in. It'll, exactly the same thing. <laughs> it'll fit in perfectly with my body shape right now. Uh, so we're in our top five favorites, and this week our top five favorite is Canadian actors and actresses. We are going around and saying our number two. Uh, top five favorite Canadian actresses. Uh, our guest, Ariana Ryan, who's your number two actress and actor? Uh, both of them already been said, but Sandra Oh, obviously for actress, speaking of sobbing hysterically in your apartment, going back to the Christmas movies, like, do you remember season one and two of Grey's Anatomy? Oh my God, season, th oh my God, season three at the end when she's left at the altar. Anyway, Sandra Oh. And then number two is obviously Keanu Reeves, who was my first celebrity crush. I remember I was at Laura Roberts' grade six birthday party and we watched Speed. And then afterwards I was alone in my sleeping bag and I was like, what are these feelings? I was obsessed <laughs> for about a year and it all culminated in me losing my mind one night and demanding that my mother take my photo so I could send it to him. Like I was like 12, right? He wasn't gonna be interested in me, but I lost it. 
And she was like, can you pull yourself together? I'm making dinner. And after that, I had to like take a step back and not be obsessed with anymore. But obviously Keanu Reeves, he's a superstar. You never know that 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 photograph could be been could be in his wallet right now, but you never you know you never. Know. I mean, as a grown up now, that would be disturbing. But at the time, I'm sure that we were meant to be. That's true. That's true. Our producer Dave, what's your number two? My number two is. Let me say this first. When you when you start learning about actresses, I there were two that popped into my mind, so I'll use them as my two and one. Um, my number two for the actresses, Miss Melissa Sue Anderson. And uh, yeah, you might remember her from Little House on the Prairie. She was Mary. Oh. Yes, nice and sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so now for my two actress, and my number two uh, actor is Stephen James. Stephen James. And who? And you might recognize him from Twenty One Bridges, and he's actually uh, stars with uh, Lawrence Fishburne in a web series that I'm watching at the moment called Free Rayshon. Absolutely brilliant. And okay. the web series is like a, like a one TV episode chopped into three to five minute chunks that you see on the web. It, it absolutely great so far. So yes. All right, that's, that's, that's a great call. Um, uh, I'll have to look into that. Excellent, you're listening to Shoot the Breeze on Resonance 104.4 FM. I'm Marcus E. Ako. I'm David Campbell. And we have our guest, Ariana Ryan. But just before we jump into our, top, our number one of top five favorite Canadian actors and actresses, let's have a message from uh, a guest wishing us a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Hello, bonsoir. I'm Jenna Suru, friend of the show. And I really wanted to leave this message on Shoot the Breeze on Resonance 104.4 FM to the dream team, Marcus E. Ako, producer Dave and Laura Simpson, they are seriously the dream team. And as we are very excited here in Paris, preparing, sorting out the Paris International Film Festival, such amazing films and script coming out from the five continents. And we're really excited for you to enjoy in the new year. And we want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas. Exciting to bring change with you all and excited to share your visionary stories. A bientôt. Okay. Ariana Ryan, who is your number one favorite female Canadian actress? Wait a minute, did you do your number two? Did I miss that? Oh, I didn't. I didn't do my number two. Let me do my number two then. Um, thank you. Thank you for reminding me. Any so, opportunity to talk about more Canadians. <laughs> absolutely. All right, so my number two is Kobe Smulders. Uh, you'd recognize her from the Avengers movies as uh, Agent Maria Hill. She's, she had a, a one-season TV show called Stumptown. She was on How I Met Your Mother. I think she's amazing, both talented, both as an actress, and she's very good-looking as well. That's not the reason why I'm picking her as my number two. I, I think one of the reasons I'm picking her as number two is because Stumptown was a great show. They got cancelled too soon. I think she should be back on, on TV, and I'm looking forward to watching the Avengers just to see her in there. My number two male actor is Paul Gross. You might not recognize the name, but uh, obviously Ariana Ryan, she recognizes the name. Uh, he played the Mountie in Due South. Um, I love that show. I, it's, there was, I, don't, I don't think I saw him in anything else except Due South. And I think he's my, he is the reason why I, I, I basically have this vision of Canadians. And it's basically him. It's Benton Fraser. That is basically him 
I assume that any Canadian I meet is Benton Fraser as a Mountie. So uh, I'm, I assume that Ariana, if you didn't go into uh, into films you, or TV production, you would be a Mountie. That's my understanding of what Canadians are. Probably, uh, of course. Uh, you're listening to top uh, to the top five favorites section in Shoot the Breeze Resonance 104.4 FM. Ariana Ryan, who is your favorite Canadian actress and actor? Okay, my number one Canadian actress. This reference won't mean anything to anyone but me. But her name is Cynthia Dale, and she started a program called Street Legal as Olivia Novak. And growing up, I wanted to be Olivia Novak so badly. I would watch the show every week. A two minute story, if I will. My mother was having this huge museum opening um, and our best friends had tickets to Cirque du Soleil the same night. My father had to decide, what do I go to? Obviously he went to his wife's <laughs> opening. He's a very supportive husband and father. <laughs> I was sent to Cirque du Soleil. Great, didn't want to go to the opening anyway. Anyway, later that week, uh, Street Legal's on TV. I get called downstairs during commercial break and my mother hands me a pamphlet from a museum opening and Cynthia Dale had been at the museum opening and had written me a note on a pamphlet that said, Ariana, keep up the acting. I used to act. It's a wonderful life, Cynthia Dale. And I sobbed hysterically at the missed opportunity. Yes. So, yeah, never ever choose Cirque du Soleil. Of course. Oh, you see, that's, that, that was your loss right there. Who's your oh. number one uh, male actor? Well, it goes without saying, of course, Joshua Jackson, who played Pacey Witter on Dawson's Creek, which I'm now obsessively watching during the second lockdown. Um, Pacey ruined men for everyone because every girl who grew up during this time thinks men behave this way and treat women this way and can be the perfect boyfriends. And sorry, not to get bitter again, David, but you know, men aren't actually like that and are a constant source of disappointment. So uh, I think uh, Joshua Jackson has ruined my life, but I'm still gonna pick him as my number one. I'll have you know, I modeled my, my, uh, my formative years after Joshua Jackson, after Pacey from Dawson's Creek. Love I'm, Joshua Jackson. He, he was going to be on my list, but my number, one, my, my number one pick on the male side knocked him off the list. So we'll come to that in a second. Uh, right. Producer Dave, who is your number one? For actresses, as I've only got two, this is the daughter of Tommy Chong, Ray Dawn Chong. Who, Radon Chong, okay. Yeah, Radon Chong, who uh, you might remember as Squeak in The Color Purple, and she's done other bits and pieces, but she- I remember, I remember her from Commando. Yes, well, she started in that as well, but I didn't want to mention that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> because um, her name came to mind uh, when I was picking my, my top five, but sh she was knocked down into the lower numbers, but um, she was one of the only two actresses that I'd remember, uh, I recognized. So hence the reason why she's number, number one. Okay. Uh, my top male actor, uh, top male Canadian actor, um, funny enough, when this was set, the first name that popped into my mind was Elliot Gould, who is not Canadian, but it pointed to Donald Sutherland. Oh yes, okay. And um, starred in MASH. They both starred in MASH together along with Tom Skerritt. And yeah. I love that film. And I thought he was brilliant in that film. Um, even though his son's an actor as well, I, I, didn't th I don't rate him as highly as I do um, Donald Sutherland. And that's good. He's it's, it's a good pick. He, I would have picked him again, but there were far too many, far too many amazing Canadians uh, to pick. Uh, and we only have 
five. But I'm glad that each of you had done a double header on one of your selections because it then allows me to pick a double header for my number one. My number one is Nathan Fillion and Ryan Reynolds. It's like both of them are just throw me in the middle of that man sandwich and I'll be set for life. I love Nathan Fillion. I love Ryan Reynolds. They both were, I, I found out about both of them from the same TV show, Two Guys, A Girl in a Pizza Place. Uh, and then they both had sort of diverging careers uh, where Ryan Reynolds went to become A-list movie star with all the other projects he was doing. Nathan Fillion hasn't really hit the silver screen in a big way, but he's in my favorite TV show of all time, Firefly. He did Serenity. He's going to be in the new um, Suicide movie, uh, Suicide Squad movie, which is great. But yes, that's my number one, Nathan Fillion and Ryan Reynolds. Let's have one last message from uh, a guest wishing us a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Good afternoon, everyone. My name is Alejandro Montoya Marin. I'm the writer-director of the feature film Monday and the feature film Millennium Bugs. I just wanted to take a second and thank all the Shoot the Breeze podcast listeners for supporting this amazing podcast. And I wanted to wish everyone a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Thank you so much. Stay safe. Happy Holidays. You've been listening to Shoot the Breeze on Resonance 104.4 FM. Ariana Ryan, I want to thank you very much. You, you bright up our show whenever you come in. We're glad to have you with us to do the Christmas episode for Shoot the Breeze. Thank you very much for joining us this week. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for letting me um, take over with a bit of Canadian episode. I'm very, very far from home. And it, um, it's nice to think about Canada and think about, you know, home. Hey, uh, like I, Christmas. Happy holidays. Absolutely. Uh, that's really, thank you very much. I want to do the same thing. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. And I want to wish everybody who's been listening a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We are coming back in January. Uh, the podcast will have a couple of episodes, a couple of bonus episodes to tide us through the holiday. But we will stop for on Resonance FM until I believe it's the 11th of January. But no, the, the week of the 11th of January, we'll be back in in the new year. Uh, I have been Marcus E. Ako. I'm still David Campbell. So wishing you all a merry, merry Christmas and a happy new year. No, let's see, how, how does it go? Merry New Year. Yes, that's the one. <laughs> yes, that's the one. Yes. Happy New Year. Trading places reference. Anyway, wishing you all a merry new year and a happy Christmas and see you in the new year. Bye.